welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't, Don't Tell Mama. ladies welcome back to a new episode of don't tell momo this week we have a very special guest with us um we are going to be talking about how to be a great host or hostess and um our special guest is a friend of mine who went through graduate school went through the trenches with me um <laughs> came out on the other side with a master's degree um, my fellow muddy mermaid Stephanie oh. Taylor. <laughs> oh, yay. oh my God. Yes. My fellow muddy mermaid. Yes. <laughs> um, that was okay. too sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. Right. So I feel honored. <laughs> I feel honored to have you as my friend. Okay. So we have to start you out with, of course, the most, what is the most Southern thing that's ever happened to you? Okay, so I have uh, two stories. We'll start with the one. And this one's kind of like a little bit of a negative Nancy story. One of my ex exes, I was meeting his mother for the first time. Ooh. This was in college. And I did not realize how much of a mama's boy this, this boy was. But he, she was a divorced mom raising him all by herself. Like, kudos to her. Mm-hmm. So... I thought that I would be a good guest and bring something to meet her. So we were staying the weekend. We drove like six hours to go and see her. And I'm like, oh, well, I make really good cornbread. And yeah. I use the cast iron skillet. I made the bottom all nice and crispy. Mm. And, you know, it's beautiful cornbread, like nice, like two, three inches thick. It's gorgeous. It tastes mm. wonderful. And... Um, I met his mom. Hey, how are you doing? Like, it's so nice to meet you. And I said, oh, I'm like, I, I brought you something as a thank you for keeping me for the weekend. And she went, oh, that's so lovely. And I'm like, great, cool. So we were going to eat dinner. And that night she makes cornbread. Cornbread. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, and then she sits at the table. She's like, I just thought it would be nice for you to try another cornbread too. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't understand, but okay. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. like the ultimate Southern diss. And she seriously. Was, <laughs> just, oh my God. She just God. never did like me. <laughs> I don't know why. She hadn't and even I, met you yet and she didn't like you. <laughs> no and she was she was the bless your heart kind of person Mm. and she didn't necessarily say that to me but she talked behind people's backs Mm. all the time and I know that that'd be like one of her things Mm. and oh it just kind of hurt my heart and then really I knew that the relationship was over whenever uh we got engaged and he he made a flight he booked a flight home without checking to see what our plans were like hey are you coming with me to thanksgiving oh no he just booked a flight home and i'm like oh wow okay we just got engaged but i don't know if you care about your thanksgiving plans but see you and i'm like oh all right so okay then that was yeah, the, beginning of the end of that relationship and his mother thank god his mother was a nightmare too <laughs> <laughs> maybe you missed <laughs> maybe you uh what is that uh, that is another bullet dodged yeah. Yeah. That is that is a big red flag. If she doesn't try your cornbread and she makes it instead and mm-hmm. can't be nice enough to you to like at least try yours. Oh my gosh. Yep. Red yeah. flag run away. That was so away. rude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, now the only saving grace in that moment would have been if the boyfriend had gotten up and said, Ooh, that's great, mom. Thanks for making that. But I'm going to go get a piece of Stephanie since she made it. or that's that's a saving grace (laughs) or if your cornbread was better 
was your cornbread better than hers? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely was. <laughs> hers was like all dry and like it fell apart and it just, Ew. it just left this like taste in your mouth. Like it was just like eating the worst cake ever. And I'm, I'm afraid to be moist. Yeah. Like when cornbread, like all, like you put it in your mouth and it like gums together and you're like, yeah. it sticks in there and you're like, oh, that's not how it's supposed to be. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's not no. how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-mm. That was definitely the way hers was. And it wasn't sweet enough. Oh, it was mm. oh we have had that debate on here before sweet versus savory cornbread. I like they're two I, different categories, they are very two different categories. That's very true. That's very true. Yep. So my second story. Yes. And this is like the southern slash country version of my my past when I was about 11 years old I was really close to my grandfather's second wife and we had horses and we would go and we were going to go camping with the horses well that weekend like that night we were supposed to leave a storm came out of the east by the way when a storm comes out of the east it is like big deal mm-hmm. big trouble like tornadoes were flying that night because it came out of the east weather always comes from the west so you know stuff's going down and so we couldn't leave that night we go and go camping with the horses we get there the next night and my grandmother's like let's just put a tarp on the ground uh, on the on the trailer floor i'm like no 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 we ain't doing that i'm like we're actually <laughs> setting up a tent we're not sleeping in the trailer if, if it was like this nice like you know trailer with a dressing room and stuff like that oh yeah not a problem no but we're not yeah. sleeping in this you know trailer that the horses have you know enjoyed themselves in <clears throat> yeah the next morning we get up and saddle the horses huge accident at camp one of the horses spooks, rears up, flips over backward, and that's a thing for horses. What? And yes, an ambulance had to be called. Like the rider's leg was crushed, oh, and wow. she was like nearly completely incapacitated because the horse landed on top of her. Oh um, my gosh! It was just not starting off to be a great weekend, and. The horses were just kind of spooky all weekend because it was just like one of those weather windows where it was just like all windy and stuff like that. And horses Mm -hmm. can spook it, you know, almost anything. Well, I decided to go riding in a bathing suit, by the way. I was 10 years old and fearless. So I was riding in a bathing (laughs) suit because we were going to go down to the creek bed. And I'm like, what? I love it. I love it. I said, wild Stephanie. (laughs) Okay. I think I did have my paddock boots on. So paddock boots in a bathing suit. (laughs) Don't ask me why. And we get down to the creek bed and my horse decides, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but they can't drink. Oh no. Mine was like, oh, this felt so good. And he's standing up to his legs and he's enjoying it. And then all of a sudden I get this like lurch under me and I'm like, what is going on? Just when I realized he is about to roll in the water with my saddle on, I just made a bail and I just leaped from my horse in the opposite direction. And he just rolls in the water. (laughs) With the saddle on? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. The rest of the trail ride was great. And up to the trail ride, uh, right before we hit camp, is a big hill. Well, some horses were entering the trail and just raced up the hill and our horses were heading back up the hill and our horses see their horses, but their horses like suddenly appeared. So it was like, ah, and then they spooked. All four of them spooked. Oh no. (laughs) Um, the, The girl I was with, her horse took off. My horse tried to take off. He like moved so fast, but I was quick to grab the reins and kind of bring him in a circle. However, I was dislodged from my wet and squeaky saddle, by the way, because <laughs> I'm rolling in the river. I ended up around his neck and my head was next to his head. And when he finally had the senses to come to himself, he kind of looked at me in the eye and he's like, hey, what you doing up here? And I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Just shove myself back up there and go and get the other girl and we head back down and and that was just a really wild trip so we today want to talk about how to be a hostess I know a lot of people um because I feel like it's something in the south that 
a lot of our mamas trained us to do, you know, or that we've just picked up from watching other people do it or our grandmothers or momos or whoever, you know, someone, aunties, uncles, whoever, a lot of the people in our lives, like we have, I mean, baby showers, bridal showers, having guests drop over. It's still very, very common in the South, you know? And so we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about like some of our I, some of the things that we've learned along the way, some of our favorite stories about hostessing and, and different things like that. Cause I think it's something that we all four really enjoy doing at least to some degree. And so that I wanted to start out with talking a little bit about like the different levels of hostessing from like those drop-in visitors, which are like the bane of our existence, right? This like the scariest, <laughs> that thing in like three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, you get a knock on your door. You're like, what the? is this what's cut who is that what's here you know and then you have to figure out how to you know feed these people or do whatever you know so let's start there and what are some things that you like to do what do you do when you get that knock on the door like what's the first thing that you do and then what are some of the other things that you do the unexpected guest yes I actually don't find those too bad because if if you're knocking on my door like I'm usually happy to see you um, if, if I think that my house is quote unquote messy, mm-hmm. um, um, I offer you to come in, you know, get you something to drink, but then I'll quickly usher you to the back <laughs> outside, <laughs> please come outside, have some, you know, come sit in the nice patio furniture. I'll put up some shade, mm-hmm. uh, some music outside. I just want to get them out of my house. If I think it's messy. <laughs> that is a great strategy makes it very nice and I can like put some patio I can put the patio lighting on and and usually it's just so easy to carry on conversation out there when you're comfortable and you know you got some chairs to relax in and a table to sit your drinks on and that's usually where I start if they're more welcome than that like let's say that you know they may be an unexpected guest but these guests are quote-unquote family then I may not mind you so much like seeing like the oh I live here Mm -hmm. (laughs) your house had I feel like my house has two statuses the I live here and then the nobody lives here my house is (laughs) (laughs) fucked. that is so (laughs) that's that's so real (laughs) you're welcome to anything in my refrigerator right Um, right whatever part of the sofa that you would like my favorite blankets and of course any dog hair that you may find your way Um, (laughs) and then snacks I normally try to like push some snacks on you yeah and then and then we go from there with our visitation yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like having I think that that's a good tip and like a good trick to have in your back pocket is something you can always have on hand in your like a pantry Mm -hmm. staple that if someone comes over you can offer them at least a little something to nibble on you know Mm -hmm. even if they don't want it like have something on hand and ours is probably now like chips and salsa just because that's something that is not something that's very tempting to me but I will nom on it when I want it and it's also good and I also have a really for like fresh fruit or something like that oh yeah you like pickles cucumbers strawberries Um, finger foods Stephanie makes this thing where she does like just sliced cucumbers with a little drizzle of olive oil and salt and pepper. She's given that to me so many times. And it's like the most refreshing little snack you can ever. I love it. I love it. Cause it's so, so different. Nice yeah. Yeah. It you makes always you have fresh vegetables so and fruits. Mm-hmm. And I love that. It's cause it's so different, you know? Yeah. It's like, and that's something that you always have. And like, I mean, it's good too, you know? Helps you or, stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're also family, you may be getting a meal. Yeah. You know, whatever I'm cooking for supper, you're probably welcome to it. Mm-hmm. And if, if you come on the bad night, it may be leftovers, but usually my leftovers are pretty, pretty smoking. So, yeah. oh, yeah. Even then, I love um, a good leftovers. I, I will say, like, even if I have, like, you know, the repairman come into my house, whenever they come in, I always offer them a glass of water, tea, or coffee just just in case and it usually helps make that visit go a lot better because yeah. then they're like oh here we finished this for you and you know do you need anything else from us I can get like a little bit of extra service just by offering them some water or mm. it, it at least like really improves their day like I can see it visibly on their face that they leave with a smile 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's treating them like people like, like they are, you know what I mean? And I think it makes a major difference because a lot of people treat them like, you you know, people coming into your house like that. Well, I'm paying you, you work for me, you know, it's very much like Mm -hmm. just get the job done, but these are people, they have lives and they're working for you and they might not have had time today to take a break, you know, and forgot their coffee this morning. Like, yeah, I, yeah, it's extremely important. I think to offer things like that, um, to anybody that comes into your house. And I think that's something that our mom taught us. She always had coffee, always coffee, usually tea or water, always water, of course, but usually tea Mm -hmm. or something, but always coffee. And that was the first thing she's going to ask you if you come into the house, would you like some coffee? You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, that was that generation too, like her generation and the, the generation before them, it was that always coffee was what you would serve, you know, if you had guests. And I think that's where a lot of that comes from, from me. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I yeah. think it's, it's a good, um, a good thing to have instilled in you, you know? So I'm not a coffee drinker. I only keep coffee, coffee for my guests. There's, there's things that I keep for my guests that aren't for me, like the whiskey in my, in my liquor cabinet. I'm not a big whiskey fan. I wish I was, I wish I was that kind of girl, but I'm not. But the whiskey (laughs) is for all the other people in my life that may want to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. What about you, Katie or Mandy? Do you guys keep little things like that around the house or what do you do when the unexpected guest arrives? Mm. (laughs) One easy go-to is uh cream cheese and pepper jelly Mm. oh yes I love that trick that's that's pretty that's pretty quick and Mm -hmm. painless uh we also uh, do one with pick a pepper sauce on top instead of mm. the jelly Mm. and that also goes over very well that nice spicy little kick on top of the it it works like the pepper jelly yeah Mm -hmm. and you know it's uh kind of difficult for us because Ed and I don't drink sodas so we don't usually have sodas for people we use so we have a fridge that's a vintage fridge that's a whole origin story within itself but it's broken right now so what would happen with the vintage fridge is if we had a crawfish boil or we had something like a party and people brought drinks and then left them we kept them in the beer fridge. And so <laughs> sometimes you could find a soda or something else mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in the, in the beer fridge, but right now we, it, it, it's out of commission. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You can always, you can almost always get a beer if you walk into Mandy and Ed's house too. So usually that's, a, yeah. <laughs> that's generally well like, stocked. yes. Or coffee. I mean, you can have coffee, tea, anything you want for the most part from the coffee whisperer. Yeah, seriously. Yes. From a trained barista. <laughs> so, oh. you know. Yep. So, yeah, we usually do have like coffee, teas, but like I said, sodas are just something we don't normally have. And we do yeah. tap water mm-hmm. straight out the tap because we're savages, I guess. <laughs> so, that's not savage. If you have good water, then you drink yeah, your water. It's not too bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, same here. Same that's here. So, thing. Mm-hmm. what about you, Katie? Um, I think that, uh, I kind of like, especially if it's unexpected, I have to give myself grace. Right. And a little Mm -hmm. like passage of like, okay, let it go, (laughs) but I'll (laughs) offer it. I'll I'll offer, you know, I'll offer them to come in. I'll offer whatever I'm eating. I'll offer whatever's in the fridge. You know, we usually have a stocked liquor cabinet. So, you know, that's up for grabs. Yeah. And you always have coffee always have always have coffee so yeah <laughs> and and don't put it past katie to like whip something up for you like oh out of the blue too she'll, she'll be like oh i just i just i'm I, I have some like homemade pizza dough in my freezer let me take it out for you right now you know? yeah that's a, a late night secret for sure <laughs> awesome yeah i love making pizza oh i do have time. one more little trick if i'm Ooh, ushering yeah. my guests outside and I'm trying to get them to not look at my messy house. I'll start closing doors when I walk inside to go and get them mm. some. Let me go and get you this. And then I'll quickly put away whatever it is that I maybe don't want them to see. Start yes. closing guest rooms and my bedroom and stuff. And, and then that means that's less for them to like, I and be like, hmm, what's going on over here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, have you not, you're not cleaned recently. And be like, don't worry about the dust. It's my dust. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you're, and you yeah. always have to say that like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry for the mess. Even if you just clean yeah. that morning, like oh, yes. it doesn't yeah. matter. It's always sorry for the mess. You know, mm-hmm. I perpetually do that. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. They're like, yeah. don't you live here? I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. How dare you put your own things in your own house? <laughs> I do so, make a point to keep the guest bathroom clean. And then I'll close three, the three like doors to my classroom, to Ed's yep. room and to mm-hmm. our bedroom. Have you mm-hmm. all seen the movie Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez and not yet? Owen Wilson. Yeah. No. Okay. That I won't spoil a part for you. The only thing I will say is that if Jennifer Lopez ever came to my house, it would never be clean enough. It was <laughs> she one of those people be clean. Just watch the movie. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not even a spoiler. I'm just saying. <laughs> it would never be clean if enough. If JLo Agreed. ever came over to my house, it doesn't I mean, matter if I've prepared. <laughs> the woman wears all white almost all the time. So it's like there's Ooh. nothing you could like, you know what I mean? She'll like, wear camel and like light beige and like yeah, you can't like, invite this woman to a crawfish bowl. Oh nope. no. <laughs> A bib won't help. <laughs> I don't know though. I feel like JLo would be there and she would somehow have that magic gene like our grandma who could keep it all clean and she would totally be like in there eating it though. So yeah, true. <laughs> true. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So we've talked oh. about the random drop-in guests, you know, that are like, oh gosh, anxiety. Stephanie at least has a plan. She's got this. <laughs> much better than me at least I'm just like ah, oh, sorry here come in coffee food water here Fiji <laughs> no not really but um now you're as sweet as pie if I walk in your house well girl you are a different level of clean than other people though because you are family that's that difference right there though that's the difference you know it's like there's there's levels of clean there's there's acquaintance clean there's like uh, friends clean, and friends family slash family clean, clean and then there's and mother-in-law clean. clean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> because as humans, right, we can ha- uh, uh, probably handle our own filth for like a little too long. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, I know I can after COVID, <laughs> probably. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh after my quarantine. gosh! After COVID, I would just. I would stare at the mess I'm making. I could just feel it. And I'm like, I want to clean it up so bad, but I can't move. Oh, it just hurt my heart. I know. <laughs> We've talked about some things to have on hand for random visitors. Always have like a couple little snacks or something easy in your pantry. But what about party planning? Because I know a lot of people, this is not actually something that stresses me out too much as planning a party. I actually really enjoy this, but I know that there's a lot of people that get stressed out by planning parties or like thinking about having a party at their house. I love it. I get, I, the only time I get stressed is like right before when I'm like, (laughs) oh, I'm, my hair is not dry and I still have stuff in the oven. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And there's people coming into my house, but usually within like 20 minutes, everything's done and it's all good. But, um, so what are your, what, how do you guys feel about party planning and what are some of your, um, what are your go-to, do you have like a go-to dish that you always make or how do you approach party planning? Um, I would say coming from a seasoned military family that, Yes, I'm getting the yes from Katie mm-hmm. that um, like all the family, like we, the Navy family, we all got together and threw these outrageous parties, sometimes for days, but mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like my mama and, and she would like stress me out right before parties came because she's like, this house must be spotless. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so we'd make the house spotless. But mm-hmm. now I've learned if, if I'm having a party, I can, um, just do it in stages. I don't have to stress myself out so much. I can, you know, if I know that I'm holding a party, I can vacuum during that week and then mop the floor the next day. And then, mm-hmm. you know, just do it a little bit at a time. So that way the house essentially does look spotless, but I didn't kill myself to get there. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but always going into one of their parties, it was, first of all, they make you feel like family, but also there's food everywhere. There's mm-hmm. desserts everywhere. There's the crawfish bowl going on in the backyard. Oh yeah. We're grilling some pork chops here. Um, I will say that's probably one of my favorite things to grill for people is pork chops. They're fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. They are 
always taste wonderful. It is hard to mess up a pork chop and have liquor everywhere. Serve your guests liquor. It will soon not matter <laughs> if, the, if, the <laughs> if you have dust in. everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Or if the pork chop doesn't taste so, as great. <laughs> right. If the pork chop accidentally got overdone or somebody burnt it while, while right. you were handling something else. Here's I mean, another yeah, drink. All oh, your okay. food will taste good. They'll be raving about it the next day. Mm-hmm. I like so, that keep a stock liquor cabinet but my mom and I like for some reason we got targeted they, they love our spinach dip I don't know why that was the one thing that the family just mm-hmm. loved they're mm-hmm. like please come and bring your spinach dip for like are you sure that that's you just don't like what we cook you want us to really just bring spinach dip <laughs> <laughs> and I still do that because it's easy to make you make it the next night it takes 20 minutes it's mm-hmm. on the core recipe package and it's it takes it's 20 so minutes good. the night before and it sets and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my go-to for if you have to bring something. Um, mm-hmm. Right. But right. for party things, I like, I gotta have like a main dish. So usually that's for me, pork chops or chicken or something that'll go far. Yeah. And um, beer. I always ask people to bring their own beer, but I always want to keep my liquor cabinet and their, and my beer cabinet. Mm-hmm ready to roll mm-hmm. and um and then the desserts desserts need to be somewhere you and that's that's the thing for me when I have to squeeze into my schedule is when am I going to make those cookies I mm-hmm. love making cookies I love bringing them I love them people tell me Stephanie these cookies were so good that makes me really happy mm-hmm. <laughs> but when am I going to squeeze in making some cookies so out of we talked about cookies on the show before and um how most people think they can make cookies but they can't stephanie can stephanie can make cookies can like make i cookies. ask her for recipes and i asked like one of her cookie recipes is one of my absolute favorite cookies of all time and mm-hmm. she makes them so good they're these like chewy ginger molasses cookies oh, oh my gosh oh. uh people in texas have also discovered that those are very good and they're they're not too sweet and they're like those are so good those molasses cookies oh, and i'm so like good. thank you and mm-hmm. i can't make them here Cause they get crunchy so quickly. And the good part about them is that they're chewy, you mm-hmm. know, but they, they, it's just so dry here, you know, that they just dry out too quickly, not in like a too dry way, but like they don't, they're not, they don't see as soft. So I don't know. I gotta figure that out. Um, I have one more thing to add. Like, oh yes. Whenever I've like, whenever the party's about to start, there's only, a, there's always a few couple things that I want to like have quote unquote ready and that's mm-hmm. after you get all like the side dishes and dinner ready and stuff like that and ready to cook. I want to like set the mood. Like I want to put on some music, whether it be rock or country or for whoever is coming, I tune my radio station to whatever mm-hmm. I think that their attitude and mood would be. And that's, that's where I start off of. And then I get some mood lighting, like, if it's during the day, I'll open, you know, the, the blinds up, let the natural light come in, or I'll put the patio lights on and mm-hmm. make it real lovely. Or if it's at night, I like having like lamps around everywhere. And I don't like having like arch overhead lighting, but I feel like that really brightens everything up. And then like, if you have music going, it automatically makes conversation flow so much easier. I like it. Oh, and have an activity. Like I'm always a big proponent of having something to burn in the fireplace so make marshmallows or put a fire in the chimney or something like that like that that little activity while it doesn't take much to do stuff it's just nice to do with people nice along like with that. enjoying those drinks I like that a lot yeah so I also like to host I was so excited when we bought our house so I could host parties it's not a big house some tips I have for party planning as you know what, it's okay to go to Rouse's and buy a cake. Their cakes are delicious. <laughs> Just buy it, call it a day. You don't have to make the dessert. I do love baking. That is like what I choose mm-hmm. to, to make, but I, I just don't have the time anymore. You know, I work two jobs. I'm going to graduate school again. So it's just a lot. Another thing is don't skimp on amount, but you do not have to have a whole ton of variety of dishes to serve. Yeah. Like you a lot of our Christmas, a couple of Christmas parties we've had are like, we just have, for example, like taco soup, 
the add-ins for taco soup, a couple of dips, and a dessert. Mm-hmm. And yes. everyone seemed perfectly fine. Really far, and they're so popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's, that's something that I took from you because, um, mm-hmm. I am, I tend to go on the more extra side <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe a little bit, I don't know. Uh, but I, I've definitely come to realize in, in the last Your few extras years are beautiful. Your, uh, shark coochie trays. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. So I, I do like to go extra because I like to do that. I, and I love party planning so much. Like my first thing is like, okay, what am I going to make? And I have to set the menu and I'm usually doing that like a month ahead of time. You know, I I have so much, I have so many different party planning menus in my phone right now. And in Pinterest, like I could have a party tomorrow. You're shocking me. Like, like, I I love it. It's so much fun. Um, I like planning the menu is like one of my, and like the theme or whatever it is, is one of my favorite things to do. And, and like brunches. Oh my gosh. I have so many brunch ideas. It's great. But what I've come to realize is that I have to, because I like doing so much, I have to focus on one or two things that I enjoy making that are maybe a little bit extra, like my, my charcuterie boards, you know, my charcuterie boards, or, you know, if I'm going to make like a special dessert or something like that. And then I either will ask people to bring something or I'll like do other things that are really easy around that. I think that that's, that's the big thing is like, if you, if you tend to go extra focus on the one thing that you're really excited about making and do that. And then kind of make other things, make them be a lot easier after that. And I usually will put out like, this is, um, this is what I'm having. If you guys want anything else, you know, bring it, you know what I mean? Super solid advice. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good, that's a good trick. If you instead, cause, um, it, depending on where you are, especially in the South, like oh, everyone's yeah. like, well, what should I bring? Yeah. I'm well, a huge component of that. Like, yeah. like, like please um give me uh what is it buffet uh banquet style or like when it potluck whenever you bring something mm-hmm. i'm like you know i'm opening my house up so why not you, let's you know yeah. do a little bit yeah this is what things. i'm doing you tell me I, if you want to bring something you can but i have this mm-hmm. stuff that's usually yeah. what i say and i will give like my full menu mm-hmm. in whatever wherever the invitation is from if it's a text mm-hmm. or if it's usually it's like a Facebook event group or whatever. And then if they want to bring something they can, if not, then they don't have to, you know, Mm -hmm. it takes pressure Mm -hmm. off people to bring something if they don't want to, or if they would, you know, like if somebody doesn't have time and they want to come, but they feel like they need to bring something, then you know what I mean? Pressure on everybody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and I never know what I'm going to have, like if I'm going to have something or not from other people, but I just don't plan for it. I just, plan around Mm -hmm. it, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my, that's my tip though. That's my biggest tip is just like, tell people what you're going to have. And then also focus. If you're extra like me, focus on the one thing you're really excited about. Mm -hmm. And for like dry ingredients, you can buy that like weeks and weeks and weeks in advance. Like you don't have to buy everything all at one time. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's a good point too. Like money saving tip is buy, buy things like if you're like, if you know, you're going to have a Halloween party because mm-hmm. you always have the Halloween party, then start buying stuff in August, you know, depending on what it is. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So I'll do that, but I'm stocking like my guest bathroom with like some mm-hmm. lotion and, you know, new fresh soap bars and, and stuff like that. And that's what I'm doing weeks in advance, I guess. If I, but that's for guests that I know that are usually staying the night or something like that. And be like, I see something in the store. And I'm like, oh, this would be nice in case they forget, like, you know, um, an extra razor. Or I think I recently I saw in the store, like I, my dad mentioned last time, he's like, I don't want to smell like flowers whenever I come and take a shower. And your guest, I got them some men's body wash. And yeah, so that's just nice. for next time, those are those stuff and they keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way to do it too. Definitely. And Mandy's bathroom is really nice like that too. Mm-hmm. Her, her guest bath is, is lovely. Yeah. yeah. I try to keep it. Oh, and you got that pretty candle in there. You feel so that way everybody else just, to, 
you ignore anything else. So you're like, oh, what a nice candle. Thank you. You lit that for me. Oh, that's a good yep. trick. Mandy always puts a candle in her guest bathroom and everybody yep. comes out and is like, oh my gosh, it smells so good in there. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Thanks. <laughs> you know, she always has it in there. I love it. It's a good trip. So I think we're moving into our next category. Yes. So let's take a break and we will be right back. Don't worry. The episode isn't over. We'll be right back after a short break. back now we're going to talk about house guests which stephanie really excels at i have stayed with her multiple times since she's moved to houston it's a nice getaway for me because my sister is like three hours away in between the drive so i can go and stop and have lunch or meet up with my sister it's just a good getaway i really like the amount of options and shops in houston so so does Pearl. So does Pearl. <laughs> Pearl. Pearl's my friend. She 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 like hangs out with me when I come to Houston too. <laughs> so Stephanie always, like she said, has body wash, face wash, shampoo, conditioner, fresh towels. The bathroom is spotless. She's changed the sheets in her guest bedroom. She is ready. And I, I do also, have to yes. I bring down the temperature, I put the AC on. Mm-hmm. Fan on and get you like my favorite blankets. That's mm-hmm. my thing. I want you to be just as comfortable as I am. So I'm sorry about the dog. <laughs> I want you to be as comfortable as I am. And I want you to be able to relax and take your shoes off because if you take your shoes off, then I know that you're probably staying for a little while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have to tell you all this story about Stephanie before she gets on to more of her tips and we talk about our, our tips or how bad of a, I am as a hostess for overnight guests, but that's a whole other side note. So in for the 4th of July weekend, I made plans because the way my library schedule rotated, I had like a four day weekend basically. So I was taking like the Friday off and then I had the Monday off for the 4th of July and I took an extra half day and was driving to Houston. And since I was leaving the Thursday before the 4th of July, not the Friday, I thought I would beat all the traffic. I was so wrong. So I got, I was bumper to bumper all the way from the state line of Louisiana through Baton Rouge, as usual. It did Houston not clear. Is notorious. Yeah. And it didn't clear up. It cleared up a little bit after like Charles and Lafayette. <laughs> going into like the Texas border. And then I got stuck in construction traffic in Beaumont for like an extra hour and a half. And I'm listening to the audiobook, The Four Winds, which is one of the saddest books ever written, y'all. I'm sitting here in traffic, ugly crying. The sun is going down. I'm stuck. I don't know when I'm getting to Houston. I do not get to Houston until about 10 o'clock at night after some very precarious moments, like on the reroute (laughs) there was like one part with the traffic where I'm like I don't know which direction I'm supposed to turn (laughs) like I don't know what's happening here and I'm just gonna have to hope and guess and watch someone else do it or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. and when I get there Stephanie had a full meal cooked for me for dinner and waited up keeping it warm and until like 10 30 at night Of course you did. I was really sure you were going to be hungry by the time you got here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay, Stephanie. So what are your, what are your expert tips and tricks on keeping a house guest comfortable? How do you also like, okay, so how do you prepare for a guest? How do you not stress about it? And like, what are your tips to like, keep your anxiety down about it? of having people come over and then like, also, how do you kick them out? <laughs> how do we kick them out? Okay. Um, that's a lot of questions at once. Okay. Uh, first we of all, start. I'm going to say that I think my stress levels are a lot lower than yours <laughs> when it comes to hosting party. <laughs> my, most of my parties are very spontaneous. So like the day before I might know. So then I, you know, quickly clean up what I can, what sounds yeah. reasonable. And then my main priority is making sure everybody's fed and watered. 
So mm -hmm. that's why I always keep my liquor cabinet stocked. I never run out of liquor. Um, but I want everybody's dinner. I want the dinner to be like one good, one part of the main dish, like, like the pork chops or the ribeyes or something like that. Or if you're coming in late, like I knew Mandy was, I think I had like a side dish prepared with like some potatoes. And then I think I had some soup that I've been cooking all day and it was ready mm -hmm. for her just to come in and, you know, put on the plate. Um, so like if it's the late night guests rolling in, like I want to make sure that they can eat and then go to bed as quickly as they want. Um, yeah. Cause that's what my parents would do for me is they want to <laughs> make sure I'm fed and water before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and if they're staying for a normal amount of time, I'll just do some extra meal planning um, and see if, you know, they're good with that. I'll usually check a few days in advance. Hey, I'm thinking about making some fish this night or, you know, I'm going to make some shrimp this night. And, oh, my gosh, uh, Mandy's husband is so amazing. He, like, understands that it's, you know, sometimes hosting a guest can be expensive. And he's like, well, I just brought dinner for this night. And I'm like, Thank, thank you. <laughs> just like, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I um, love it. As, as far as kicking them out goes, or, mm -hmm. or at like at the end of the party, if like people are still hanging out, I'll just, I'll just like start putting things away. <laughs> yeah. I'll, mm. I'll start. Yes. I'll just start putting stuff away. And nice. then eventually they'll all kind of realize you're like, oh yeah, maybe the party is like starting to shut down. And the very last thing that I cut off, if I want you to like get out, is like the music. Like all the ambiance is going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, okay, well, um, I've got stuff to do tomorrow, and I'm about to go to bed. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. And they're like, what? What are you going to do? I guess we should go. <laughs> I was so like, lock the door you. on your way out, honey. That is such a like a, a hospitable way of doing it. Like you're you're like taking the things away slowly, and then mm -hmm. you're like, okay, you can go now. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's great. I love that tactic. Of course, if it. the family's in town, like any of y'all or something like that, if, if I'm tired, I'll just go to bed. Yeah, I'll mm -hmm. weigh everything and be like, "Hey, y'all, stay up as late as you want. Watch mm -hmm. the TV. Here's mm -hmm. the TV remotes. Here's everything that you may need to know. Do you need to turn the AC down? Here's yes, Pearl. She wants to yes. sit on your lap. Yes, Pearl. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Pearl I've never had like an overnight guest or a house guest that's coming to stay that's not for a specific amount of time. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. know what to do in that case. You know, like it's always mm. a predetermined amount of time for me you know I think I'm just making extra of whatever I have then yeah. you know and just be prepared right. to come up with another meal at the end of my meal planning session yeah right. that's the only way I make up for that yeah so same. my house is just so we've talked I don't we've actually have not talked about this and I can't believe we have this has not come up so me and Ed's priorities are saving money and traveling and living close to debt free as possible Mm -hmm. I think maybe we touched on it in the money episode, maybe, but I don't bit. even think we really talked about it. So we don't have a guest bed. We have a double air mattress. So what happens if someone wants to stay the night with us is they either got to sleep on our old ass couch because that hasn't been replaced in 13 years either, or we blow up the air mattress in Ed's fishing room with all <laughs> this fishing, camping, scout memorabilia in it. And that's where they stay, but no one has complained because it's such, it's like the huge air mattress. So most yeah. people are like, oh, this is bigger than my bed at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the last uh, long-term guest I had was my friend Mari who came all the way from Scotland. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what oh, I made wow. sure to do before she got here was the one thing I was worried about was breakfast. Yeah. As I was teaching still for VIP kid and VIP kid ran until I think 9 a.m., so there were days where she would wake up while I was still teaching and I couldn't fix breakfast for her. So what I did was I just made sure I had, she liked oatmeal. So I just made, and I eat oatmeal anyway. So I just made sure she knew where everything was. She knew how to work the Kerrig and she could serve herself because she was here with me for a week. So it wasn't, yeah. um, you know, it, it wasn't like a short trip. Oh, I've got a trick for bre for breakfast. If I Ooh. suddenly have guests who are staying overnight, I have a easy biscuits and gravy. So I always keep biscuits on hand. And, you know, it's just the Pillsbury kind that I can pop in the oven. 
I wish I was that awesome and could just make fresh biscuits like that. And I can, but that takes some effort. Mm-hmm. But I have guests mm-hmm. coming. I thaw out some sausage. I prefer the venison sausage that my dad gives me. But mm-hmm. all I need to do is season it with Tony's and then, you know, start the gravy process. It feeds a lot of people in a very short period of time and it goes very far and it's a big hit. Almost everybody's like, your biscuits are, your biscuits and gravy are the best. And I'm like, oh, thanks. We do but. tomato gravy and biscuits a lot of times for our yeah. guests. Yeah. That's, it's that's really one of tasty. Brady's specialties though, isn't it? Like he, mm-hmm. that's his, like, that's his, his grandma's like, recipe. His grandma's <laughs> recipe. He breaks out the. Yeah. He breaks out those biscuits on like the, the morning you're going to stay and lays around, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Usually the Sunday we have that, we have a biscuit breakfast. Oh, that's so, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Also eggs and, and eggs are a staple for breakfast anyways, but a carton of eggs goes a long way. I always make sure to have, we always drink coffee, but I always, um, I'll ask like how they like their coffee because we do cold brew generally, but we have almost every way to make cold uh, coffee imaginable, except, except <laughs> like an AeroPress. No, I have an AeroPress we, except, um, pour Lord. over. I can't make you a pour over a cup of coffee, but I can make you almost any other type, so, <laughs> That's great. which is, I, which is just because we've gone through the ringer of having all these, cause we love coffee and have tried it's so many different Starbucks. Yeah, basically, you know, cleaning for me is the biggest thing. If I have guests that tends to give See, me mine, mine is to have my guests fed and watered. Yes. That's what I focus on. Yes. What about you, Katie? Katie what are you... Oh, yeah. We haven't heard from you. Well, I love when I have time to plan. And uh, if that's the case, right, if that's the case, I yeah. will prepare in advance and like uh, do pizza dough in the freezer. I think I mentioned that earlier. I love baking bread. So if I kind of squeeze in some time for baking bread, either the day before or the morning of, you know, when someone Mm -hmm. gets there, the house smells really good and it keeps it pretty toasty. Um, especially if come someone visits when it's cold out here. Um, and then, uh, hot beverages, having options for hot beverages. Cause like Leah, we, we enjoy coffee in all its forms and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, the variety it is. So, uh, so the fact that, and everyone likes their coffee different, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to have the option. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, 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 I true, I truly enjoy having guests. Do y'all enjoy having guests? I love the company. It yeah. makes me so happy that somebody yeah. chose to come and see me out of right. all the things that they could go and do. And, right. and then if I can get more than one person to come and visit, it's like, I don't know. I just really enjoy, I think I really enjoy having people eat my food and then tell me how good it is. <laughs> so, so it's like yes. I get a reward. <laughs> I don't get That's enough great. praise in my life, apparently. <laughs> but oh, it's just so, so nice. It's so nice to see everybody's faces that are always welcome at my house. And, yeah. and it's just like double bonus. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy having people. I really enjoy having people over. So yeah. I will say yeah. there's one thing I don't like the leftover dishes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I usually do. Um, I have had some tough spots, like when I worked for VIP kid and I would have like the weekends where I'd already booked students mm-hmm. and like for night and morning. And then people want to come stay with us for the weekend. Oh, I'm kind of yeah. like, uh, well, and, and there, there is no canceling classes right. yeah. when you worked for VIP kid. So yeah. it was like, sorry, huh? I'll be working, try to be quiet in my living room. That's two feet away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your schedule doesn't allow for guests as easily. Like you have more party guests and, and short-term guests than house right. guests, I would say, huh? Uh, yeah. It's not as bad now because out school's in the morning, only in the morning. So yeah. it's a little better to, and also I don't teach on Sunday. So Saturday nights are okay. Like if someone wanted yeah. to come for like a weekend, it would be it wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, your house is always open, but yeah, it's just like yeah. something that's changed over the years, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Oh, I felt so proud last year when my parents donated their old guest room furniture. Cause they upgraded theirs and like, here, do you need this? And I'm like, oh, I can have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love that. 
It yes, made me yes. so happy. I felt so proud. Like I can have guests over and they can be comfortable. They don't have to sleep on the sofa. Yeah, that I know, was a I, big upgrade for us when I was like, uh, you know, offering people a bed from uh, whatever else we used to offer. <laughs> I was like, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. It is. I, I don't need much. I was perfectly happy over the week, the, all the weeks I've slept on Leah's futon. I've, <laughs> I've slept on your futon so many times. Yep. <laughs> she slept on it. I think you've sat, slept on it almost as many nights as we have. So I think so. I think so. Cause I slept on it for about five weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, uh, and then when we went and visited in, uh, 2020 on the road trip. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, we now have a guest bed finally. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so next time, next nice. time you won't have to, um, <laughs> so, and DJ has been sleeping on it for the last few nights. He said, it's actually really comfortable. So. Nice. Not because he was in Just trouble out. because I was sick. <laughs> so. You know, you want to hear a cute story of some hospitality. So yeah. uh, I just got back from a trip uh, in San Diego and my aunt Lillian, our aunt Lillian lives out there and she was very, um, uh, you know, she opened her house to me and I, I, I slept on her couch. So, it was, you know, nice and comfy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but she was so sweet to do that and, you know, offered me whatever, anything, even if I didn't need it to, you know, but it was really sweet to um, actually get to spend some time with her because she's 95 years old. So oh my gosh. that was, yeah, that was really fun. A highlight of the trip. Oh, you slept on her yeah. couch. I did. <laughs> I just like, did just, you guys, I stayed an extra room. night. I stayed an extra night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Cause our flights were off. Like my flight was off one day. So, oh, yeah. okay. we had a ho- had a hotel room and then yes. one day uh, I wouldn't have a hotel room oh, so. no. <laughs> yeah. oh, my but gosh. we made it work we made it work she didn't mind oh that's sweet that's what's nice when when even if somebody gives you you know what little space that they have mm-hmm. that that can mm-hmm. be special yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and she didn't seem to mind she expressed multiple times that she was just happy to have you know company Aww. so oh, good. <laughs> She, she told her like her nurse or whoever to stay home. She's like, my, my, uh, so-and-so is here. So, so yeah, yeah, it was, so it was sweet. fun. It was Aww. fun. And she showed me great pictures and we caught up and it was great. Yeah. So. We're going to have to share some of those on the, mm-hmm. the, um, the Facebook page, by the way, Katie, some of the ones yeah. you sent. Yeah. I think that's why, great. that's why I sent them to you, please. You know? Yeah. I think that, that was a great idea. So fun stuff well that was a treat <laughs> thank you stephanie mm-hmm. for uh, yes. joining us on Thanks our uh, me. hostess with the moses uh, southern hospitality and it was a joy <laughs> having you and make sure to like and subscribe uh give us a five-star rating on any podcast platform that you listen on and thanks so much we will see y'all next time bye For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 